0: A short turnaround after the matchup against Duke. No Chris Murray. No problem for the Iowa Hawkeyes as Iowa gets it done this evening. 75-56 over in-state rival Iowa State. And they pick up win number seven of the season. We'll talk about that. I'll look forward to the matchup coming up this weekend against Wisconsin. And we take a look inside the transfer portal. QB1, Cade McNamara, he was in attendance. And he brought a Michigan friend with him. All coming up today. This is the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Trent Conant here with you on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. We're glad to have you aboard with us here and making Locked On Hawkeyes your first listen each and every day. Available wherever you get podcasts. You can also watch us on YouTube as we come to you live here this evening. On the YouTube link, while you're there, hit the subscribe button. gets us live each and every time. It lets you know when we are available each and every day. And on top of it, it helps get us in front of more Hawkeye fans. Well, what a night that one was as Iowa gets the victory. And a very necessary one. Of course, it always feels good to beat a rival. You had the rivalry component coming into it. But as the news was progressing throughout the day, of course, we go back just two days ago, the trip out to MSG, Iowa did not play good basketball, struggled shooting the basketball. We talked about that in the Instant Reaction podcast. And there was a lot of talk about this team and how they were going to be able to bounce back. Then we find out the news last night that Chris Murray was in a walking boot. Uh, that news came from Mark Woodley of KWWL up in Waterloo. So you had that component of it. That certainly made a lot of people nervous. And what does I would do? They come out from the get-go ready to go. Great defensive intensity. They were locked in the 15 nothing run to begin the game. They're up 20-2, to just cruising. And for all intents and purposes, they were never pushed. This is a top 20 Iowa State team. This is an Iowa State team that has wins against Villanova and against North Carolina, who was number one coming into the season. This is an Iowa State team that has played well this year, but Iowa taking on all comers, playing at an incredibly high level, and they did it, probably not the places that you'd normally expect. So you got to start with Philip Bracha and the continued development that we have seen out of him. Now, I, I've had a few questions about Rabracha. He's obviously improved a lot offensively. He seems not only just much more dynamic of a player that we've seen this season, but just so much more confident. You know, it took him a while, a year ago, just to kind of understand, though he was a starter, what the role was going to be, how to play, going up, going from playing at North Dakota and now playing in the Big Ten. It was a big step up in competition. And though we saw glimpses at times, we saw him play well in different spurts. We've seen Rebracha Play at a high level. Certainly the consistency wasn't there. Now, if you can get 22 and 11 out of him every single night, and he's knocking down a couple of threes. I mean, this elevates this team to a completely another level. That's not a realistic expectation. But on a night where you lose your preseason All-American and Chris Murray, you lose a player of that caliber for him to go out and play at that level. Do it against a pretty good front line from Iowa State. Uh, a front line that has some dudes on there. The St. Bonaventure transfer, uh, Usuni, guy that is a big-time shot blocker throughout his career one of the top guys and he took it to him at times he did very well he is a guy that you have to be excited about if he can continue this development and most importantly the consistency that you're really going to have something with philip for and what he can provide inside and then on top of it the decision which i think also came as a surprise certainly to me and I, i know a lot of other people my text group with my group of buddies We were surprised to see that it was Connor McCaffrey getting the start. Of course, earlier this season, Peyton Sanford, he was the starter. After the loss that they had to TCU, they changed things up a little bit. They went with Ulis and Perkins in the backcourt. Out of the starting five, Sanford went over the bench, maybe a little more scoring punch off the bench. He's still struggling to find his shot, but felt like maybe a perfect opportunity to go in there. Well, there's a reason that Fran McCaffrey has 500 wins now, and I still have zero because he knows what he's doing. And he inserts Connor McCaffrey into the lineup. Connor played incredibly well, hitting shoot, hitting the shots all over the court, getting guys in the right spot. It's the little things. Yes, what we're seeing out of him offensively. It started in the back half of last year. He started knocking down some shots. I think it was the game against Penn State. Suddenly hit a couple, and and he shot the ball incredibly well over the last three, four weeks of the season a year ago. And that is translated to this year. Remember, a guy that was working on multiple sports, going through playing baseball with the Iowa baseball team, coupled with what he was doing basketball-wise. He decided not to do that. This past spring, didn't play with the baseball team, made the decision he's going to, for his final season, he's going to dedicate himself. He is going to play basketball only, and you're showing what a big-time decision that was, how consistent that shot is, how much better it looked. You know, it was just so flat and so ugly for so long. You know, he had a, a stretch where he was struggling to make anything. They were leaving him completely wide open And he couldn't hit the shots. And now you have a guy that is a consistent shooter. You have a guy that you certainly have to be excited about that can do so many different things. Because for Connor, it's not about a shooter. It's it's about the intangibles that you get with him. It's the things that you can't measure. It's that coach on the floor kind of thing that he does. The grind, the jawing, the the little things that he does that's not going to show up in the box score. But you couple those things now. And one of the smartest basketball players that you're going to find with a guy that is also hitting some shots and can help you out offensively. Boy, you got a big time piece there and a guy that's going to help out. If I was going to take a step this season, if they're going to progress from being a tournament team, a team that can win a game in the NCAA tournament, if they're going to be more Connor McCaffrey is going to be a big part of that. I know there are plenty of detractors out there. I have never been one, even when he has struggled shooting the basketball. I've always believed in his game. And I think all the positives always outweigh the negatives with his game. But now you got this part of it. It's certainly very exciting. Also got to talk about Saucy T, right? Tony Perkins, TP, outstanding we worry about the injury, hip injury, lower leg, whatever it was. We've heard a bunch of different things for him this season. After that great start that he had at the beginning of the year when he was a starting point guard, that has changed. He's moved back to his more natural two-guard role with Eulis now in the starting lineup. He's still running point. He's still doing things. And obviously, you know, he gets a rebound. He can go out. He can push it himself. He can do those things. But a confidence coming out of him, hit a couple of shots, and then the dunk on Caleb Grill, the poster there. Hawkeye images, he's got a beautiful one. Uh, go to Twitter right now and find that. Just a thing of beauty. It's four shots in a row leading into it. Him in the air with that tomahawk dunk, and, and then afterwards, some choice words. <laughs> uh, Tony Perkins. I just, I love the guy. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know, I am all about Tony Perkins and what he is, and there are times that he's going to have to win basketball games for Iowa. He has that kind of offensive ability where he's going to be able to put the team on his back. You know, if there's a guard that just can't stay in front of him, his ability to get to the rim, it's something that Iowa has not had. Many guys quite like him. More consistent with that three-point shot. Keep knocking it down. Keep doing the things that you do. And then that backcourt defensively with him and Uless playing at a high level. You know, we saw a lot of good things out of DeSante Bowen. I kind of warned him, pumped the brakes a little bit. You wondered with him. A lot of those points came late in the game when Duke had blown the lead up to 19. I didn't want to get too crazy. And, he just wasn't good to go. It just was not his night tonight. And that's going to happen. It's a freshman. Again, consistency, a word that we'll use a lot with this Iowa basketball team. Good work at times out of Patrick McCaffrey. He played out well in spurts out there. After the game, though, I, I think one of the certainly highlights of the game was seeing Patrick uh, together with Margaret and, of course, Connor, all coming together at midcore. Patrick's chanting about the 500 wins and for Fran and for Dad. I love that part. Of course, obviously the family connection, right? And, and that was really cool to see. But the other component was then the team coming over. And I, I'm not sure who said it, uh, watching the video, who it was, but a bunch of the players as they're all hugging, the McCaffrey family's all there together and hugging together at midcourt. But as the team came in and somebody says, hey, we want to hug too. You know, and, and all the other players that are coming in there, it's it's a family moment, but it also shows you Bray McCaffrey and shows you what these guys and what it's like to be in Iowa basketball. You know, we talk about Iowa football so much and what Kirk Ferentz has built. I think more and more people need to realize what we've seen out of frame McCaffrey, what he has built here. Are there things that'll drive you nuts? Yeah, it's going to happen. It does. That That's a reality. I think any basketball coach, it doesn't matter if it's at the highest levels of the NBA or college or high school basketball is just that kind of sport where it's easy to second guess. But the way that he has got this program back on equal footing of where it was when they made the decision to let Dr. Tom go and what led to Steve Alford, a huge disappointment and a terrible person on top of it, coupled with then obviously the cratering of the Licklider era to pull them out of that and be, again, on the path for another NCAA tournament bid. This program is back at that level. We want to see more. I get that. We want to see another step of this program. We want to see them go further in the NCAA tournament. We want to see that run to the Sweet 16, something that hasn't happened in over 20 years. I get that, and I understand it. But you keep getting there, you keep getting to the tournament time in and time out, it's eventually going to happen. We'll talk more about Chris Murray, that injury, what we're hearing on that front, and there was some football news that was happening as well. That's right. On the football side of things, Cade McNamara, the future Iowa quarterback, he was in attendance and he brought a friend with him from Michigan. We'll talk about that as we continue. This is Locked On Hawkeyes. Today's episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people. For your team, faster and for free. I have a small business. And when I'm looking to hire for whatever job that I am working for, this is the place to go makes it incredibly easy, easy to post. You don't got a lot of free time. You're running your own small business. I completely understand that. You want something simple. You want something effective. That's LinkedIn Jobs. You just add your job and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. It spreads the word that you are hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash college. Again, LinkedIn.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Trent, kind back with you again here on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Thanks for making Locked On Hawkeyes your first listen each and every day. See us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Gets us in front of more Hawkeye fans and let you know when we have a new episode posted. And, of course, give us a five-star five rating, if you will, over on the podcast side of things, wherever you may be, Spotify, Google, or on the app store with Apple. Go that route and help us out, get in front of more Hawkeye fans. Iowa gets it done 75-56. They did it though without their top player coming into the season in Chris Murray. First of all, just the growing development about that. I mean, that's huge in its own right to be able to do something like that, to win a game in that kind of fashion. Absolutely monstrous to get the win and to do it like Iowa did tonight. But also you have what this is going to be going forward. So of course the quick turnaround, right? You got the quick turnaround. You have what is going to happen on Sunday, late afternoon, early evening against Wisconsin. This team's got to be ready to go again. And we said coming into the week, look, if you go 3-0, and it's absolutely incredible. You become probably a top 15 team. You're going to be the buzz of college basketball. You know, those weekly awards that are going to come out, those weekly conversations that are going to happen. If you get that at 3-0, and you're going to be the talk of college basketball. Well, you start 0-1, you find yourself in a hole, get this win, and now, more than likely going to play without Chris Murray again. There was nothing official said. Frey McCaffrey was asked in the postgame press conference what the injury was, tried to get a little bit more information. He wasn't willing to go to that at this point. Heard a possibility of maybe some plantar fasciitis, something else that was happening in that lower, whatever it is. And again, there's nothing official out there that I have seen, at least at this point in time. But it does sound like this is going to be something likely that it's going to be more weeks than it is days. See, look at the schedule. First conference game of the year against Wisconsin. The Badgers just handed Maryland their first loss of the year. The great news is you get it back in Carver, that's going to be important. That home court advantage, so important. In fact, looking at home court advantage, I know Carver, and there's been plenty of detractors, and Connor McCaffrey talked about it earlier this season. It is still one of the highest rated home court advantages from Ken Pomeroy, who is an advanced analytic site. You'll hear me talk about it a whole lot. You know, the way that he comes to his numbers, it is the 18th uh, number, 18 home court advantage in the country. Now, that's not just about volume. It's not just about capacity or anything like that. It is basically showing the difference between Iowa or any team is how it's measured with every team, how they play on the road as opposed to how they play at home. And it shows you Carver Hawkeye still is a very good home court advantage so you get that wisconsin game there can you win it again absolutely wisconsin they're going to be much like this iowa state team not real skilled offensively but they are going to grind you on the other end of the floor they're going to clutch they're going to grab and if you can get to the free throw line you can knock some of those down and you continue to get the kind of game that we saw like from philip propachia you're going to be in really good shape. Feel confident going into that one. We'll take a a little peek forward at that uh, tomorrow when we come back with you. Uh, Myself and LaShawn Daniels will be back with you. We'll talk a little basketball in football with LaShawn. So I mentioned to you uh, Ken Pomeroy and the site. So just a quick peek at those Ken Palm numbers uh, and what we'll have going forward here as I bring them up on the screen. Uh, First of all, Iowa up to 20th in the country now in his ranking system. The number six offense in the country. Defense also jumping up now. Number 63 in the country. That's a great baseline. If Iowa can be, say, a top 60, top 50 would be even better, of course. But a top 60 type of defense with, you know what they're going to do offensively. Yeah, there might be some tough nights, but for A McCaffrey, year in, year out, this is an excellent, excellent defensive team. And because of that, you're going to have a chance here to really have a team that can make a difference, that can take a step forward. So with all that, you got a chance. Let's take a look at the Wisconsin game, though, and the matchup coming up on Sunday. So Iowa came into this game. It was a six-point favorite at Kempom. They are a seven-point favorite against Wisconsin. Offensively, Wisconsin normally not real good, but they usually are efficient. Not the case this year. 99th in the country in, t- in offensive efficiency uh, this year. They are not turning over very often. That is one of their positives. But three-point shooting, pretty good, 37% on the year. Uh, They are shooting, though, the 342nd worst team in the country in two-point shooting. All right, that's a well. That one's certainly a good one there. So, Tyler Wall, he's a big guy inside. Rebracha will have him. Chucky Hackburn guy that you saw the last couple of seasons, we'll see what kind of development uh, comes from him. But again, another winnable game, even minus Chris Murray. And then after that, I mean, the schedule really lightens up as we get through Christmas break. It'll be Southeast Missouri State. That happens a week from Saturday, the 17th, and on Wednesday, the 21st, Eastern Illinois. Those two teams are ranked 270th and 357th, respectively. Again, if it'll help, and not knowing exactly what the injury is, to Phil, to uh, Chris Murray. If that much time away and get him ready to play at Nebraska, that's when they come back to Big Ten play. That's the opener for them. That'll be on the 29th and then January 1st against Penn State. Boy, if you can get him healthy, ready for those two games, and even if it's not those two games, you, you would think at minimum you can get a split even minus Chris Murray. I, I know it's a dangerous game to play looking forward that forward, but then the big one comes as they will be taking on Indiana. That'll be Thursday night. Uh, They'll take on the Hoosiers January 5th. So just kind of a look ahead here. But again, Chris Murray sounds like this is going to be something that is going to last a little bit longer. So we kind of gone through the team, took a look at all the numbers, everything that happened there. The Tony Perkins dunk, that that was a thing of beauty, but also loved what we saw out of this team defensively. And, you know, Uless, what a difference maker he is doing the things he does on the defensive end. We know Tony Perkins can be that guy. You know, that's what also gives me a little more hope about this year's team, that they can make that kind of run and and be a little bit more. Did it dissipate after the loss to TCU and certainly after the loss to Duke on Tuesday night? Yeah, I, I got a little bit nervous. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I I wasn't throwing everything out and saying that they're screwed or anything like that and the season's over. That's not how I am, but I was concerned because... I thought this team had a chance to be different and it's because of the defense that they can play the way that this team is built. They have length on the outside. It it was also good to see Peyton Sanford finally see one of those three pointers go down again. He's another guy they're going to need this season. He is going to have to have a game or two this year where he's able to shoot them to victory. If I was going to get to those heights, if they're going to be more than 10 and 10, 11 and nine in the big 10 this year. If they're going to be up there competing for a top four or five spot in the big 10 this season, that's another guy that's going to have to step up. This is not nearly as deep of an Iowa basketball team as we've seen in the past. Fran at times has gone nine, 10, 11 deep. Not the case with this year's team, but that's all right. He likes this group. They're playing hard and they continue to play at that level. From the get-go, and they play at the defensive level that we saw here tonight. Yes, Iowa State has limitations. They are not a very good offensive team. I get all that, and there's going to be struggles with it. But put all that together, really an exciting time for Iowa basketball. And if they can just get one more, get to 2-1 and one this week, get that win against Wisconsin. You got that 1-0 and o in front of you in the ledger going into a couple of weeks stretch, a couple of non-conference games that we talked about, and they get ready for the Big Ten slate. That goes in earnest starting with the game uh, against Nebraska and then the road trip out to Penn State. You're going to put yourself in a really good position to do a lot of good things. Well, it wasn't just basketball to talk about. It's a Hawkeye State got it done again on the hardwood, both women's and men's great performance the night before, also from the women's team in a night that they didn't shoot it very well. They won it with defense, something that was a question where they're going to be able to do this season. And they did that. Congratulations to the women's team, also getting the win against Iowa State. You know Iowa, both the men, women, and the men came in as slight favorites in their game. Iowa was favored on the women's side by three, four and a half. I think was the uh, was the line for quite a while before the Chris Murray news came off. Iowa closed as a two and a half point favorite. But all that being said, two games that were tight point spreads in Iowa easily won both games that was a great thing to see on the basketball side but there is football to talk about yes the transfer portal is open we get ready for the bowl game we'll talk about that as we come back here on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast BetOnline, your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball, World Cup, and eSports. They have it all. BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts and you're here, I guess you do. You can find those at BetOnline. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your sports betting fix. Head to the website today or hop on your phone to learn more. BetOnline. Where? The game starts. I'm Trent Condon with you on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Again, thanks for making Locked On Hawkeyes your first listen each and every day. And also, don't forget about our friends with the Locked On Sports today. Great work that they continue to do over there with everything happening across the world of sports. Make that your second listen each and every day. So, time to talk some football and talk about the transfer portal. So, we kick things off. Great to see Cade McNamara in attendance Uh, sitting behind him was Brian Ferentz. Again, the speculation, will he be part of this Iowa staff going forward? What is that going to look like? Well, he was there. He's doing the thing. He's still a coach. He's still the offensive coordinator at minimum through the bowl game. We know Kirk Ferentz is not going to make changes. He never has during a season, and this is still in season for Iowa football, and because of that, Iowa is going to continue to have the same coaching staff. They're not going to have any changes. There's nothing that's going to happen at this point, but You have Cade McNamara out there. If you heard him, he was on a podcast with a couple of uh, former college and NFL quarterbacks the other day, and and just hearing the way that he spoke, hearing people questioning his decision to go to Iowa, what the Iowa offensive position can be going forward, what they're going to be. Boy, he got me fired up. He he really did. He said all the right things, how that translates, how that's going to be going forward. And we still got to see it right, but it was really good to see and hear him come in with that kind of attitude, and you could just see why he is known as such a great leader. You talk to Michigan fans and what he still means to that program, and even departing, what they still think of him as a person and as a leader. That's what Iowa needs. Spencer Petrus, we've been over it before. The last three years of Spencer Petrus, I know he was well liked in the football offices. The coaching staff absolutely loved him. We know all that. But because of the limitations that he had, because of the poor play that he had so many times in his career, there, there's going to be times you're going to guess that guys are going to be questioning him. You're not going to get that with Cade McNamara. This is a guy that took his team to a Big Ten championship. He delivered Jim Harbaugh a Big Ten championship, something he'd never done before. He took that program to a college football playoff. He did all of these things. He is, beloved. He is a leader, and he's a guy that just gets it having that leadership quality. Nate Stanley, he was a quiet guy. Spencer Petras, also that kind of guy in his play, just never backed it up at the high level. You have a guy that is going to be the most accurate quarterback that I was had in a really long time, coupled with those leadership qualities. Get healthy, get right, you're in good shape. We need to see adjustment. We need to see evolution offensively. We'll have more time to talk about that. But he was not alone in attendance at the game. A couple of other potential transfers uh, were in attendance, including a uh, tight end that played with him the last couple of years at Michigan, Eric All. So Eric All, a four-star, of course, went to Michigan. You know he's going to be good. But most importantly, him and Cade McNamara, very close, some very good friends, and you can connect the dots. I don't know Notre Dame sniffing around. I think Washington is another one of the programs that are involved with him at this point in time. Looks like, though, a potential really good fit connection. You put him on one side along with Luke Lachey. Look, even if you're not bringing in four or five new wide receivers next season, you have those two guys coupled with the depth that Iowa has at the tight end position, you're feeling like you're in really good shape. So he was there along with McNamara. Also, linebacker from Nebraska, Ernest Hausman. So Houseman's a guy that played this year as a true freshman at Nebraska. He was one of the few bright spots out of that Nebraska defense this season. Put up some good numbers this year, and now you bring in a guy with a ton of athletic ability, a guy that run, can run sideline to sideline. We knew Iowa needs, obviously, help at the linebacker position. Jack Campbell, he'll be off. He'll be collecting checks in the NFL Seth Benson, he's got a decision in front of him. Do you come back for a six-year, or do you give it one shot at the NFL, see if he can stick somewhere? That'll be a decision that he has to make. But it looks like with the departure of Justin Jacobs, they really are trying to fill in a couple of gaps. I wouldn't be surprised to certainly see them bring in a linebacker and maybe multiple linebackers if the right guys pop here. It's still early in the process, too. We have to remember that. What's happening at this point in time? You have – obviously bowl games still in front of players. They are going to get through the semester. Semester doesn't start for Iowa until what the middle of January. There's still going to be guys that are going to go home for Christmas, come home after the bowl game, whatever it is. And have longer talks, deeper talks, maybe with family and friends. There's going to be more and more people that are still going to be entering the portal. So you don't want to marry and, and throw everything together here, right? Get the guys, get the guys that you can, but also remember, this is not it. Your shopping list is not complete. At this point in time, they're still looking at a bunch of wide receivers. That is the biggest need area. We talked about what happened with Treshawn Holden. That was earlier in the week. You can go back and check out that podcast as we break things down. But they're feeling really good about Isaac Tesla. He was at Iowa State last weekend. He'll be in Iowa City coming up this weekend. It'll be great to see. Of course, Cade McNamara will be there, and he'll throw his own recruiting fix. He is from D2 Hillsdale. That is where we saw uh, Van Volkenberg come in from. 6'4", 210, big, strong receiver. He'll be a step up, obviously, in competition coming to the Big Ten. A lot of people excited about him. Seth Anderson, Flipper Anderson's son, Charleston Southern. Good season this year for him. Iowa heavily involved. And there is a huge number of wide receivers that they have already been connected to. A couple from the back, Corey Crooms. Uh, One that I really like is Dante Cephas from Kent State. Kent State's head coach just left, Sean Lewis. Former Wisconsin guy, you might remember him as a player with the Badgers. He's been a coach at Kent State now the last couple of years. He left Kent State. He is now at Colorado on Dion staff, on Prime staff, as the offensive coordinator. Think of that! What a world we're living in. Guys are leaving head coaching jobs at the D1 level, at the FBS level. Yes, it's the MAC, but to go be an offensive coordinator, that's what's happening with Sean Lewis, and they're going to go fast over there. But it certainly makes sense. Cephas, a guy that I saw play a lot of action. Uh, this past season, really like him. He was banged up a little bit. I think he's got a chance to be a really good player. He's a guy that's high on my wish list. I'm not a scout. I, I don't know for sure, but I just liked what I saw out of him. Zach, uh, Jack Beck from LSU, another guy that's on the list. So bunch of wide receivers. They're going to continue out there who they can get on campus, who they can get visits from. That's what we will continue to talk about here. But for this weekend, Cade McNamara, he's on campus. He'll be doing his own recruiting. Iowa's continuing to work the portal. Great thing to see. It is something that is necessary. It is a new day and age. They're doing it. Iowa Swarm's doing it. If you have an ability, certainly help out Iowa Swarm and help us get a few more guys in here to the Iowa program. Well, it's a Hawkeye State once again. Iowa gets it done and doing it. Minus Chris Murray. What a great performance that was. We got football. We got the bowl game coming up. Kentucky, Iowa. Are we excited about it? Well, according to the ticket sales, not many Hawkeye fans are excited about it, but we're smart anymore, right? I mean, you can get better tickets, usually not through the university anymore. I know a lot of people go that route. Drivable. Nashville's fun. I don't like country music. Look, I grew up. I'm a child of the 80s and 90s. I like grunge music. I like early 90s rap. I was a Snoop guy. I was an Ice Cube guy. I... NWA. That's my stuff. Pearl Jam, Nirvana. That's my music. I don't like country music. Went to Nashville, went there with the family. I absolutely loved it. You'll have a great time. Even if you don't like country music, I think you're really going to enjoy Nashville. We'll talk more about the game. We'll try to get excited about that one one final look this season at the Iowa football team, but we got basketball going on. Wrestling's going to wrap up things uh, before they get ready for Christmas break and a lot going on there. And, of course, the women's basketball team with that big win earlier this week against Iowa State. Oh, boy, what could have been, right? Thinking back to September, just punch the ball in one more time. No fumble on the fullback dive play. Oh, Could have been a clean sweep of the big sports against Iowa State. Alas, we will take the winter sports sweep here with wrestling, women's, and men's basketball. And Iowa getting it done tonight over Iowa State. 75 56 a game. That wasn't even that close. But I can't end here. Fran, go get 501 on Sunday against Wisconsin. Let's continue. Let's get better. Let's get Chris Murray healthy. And we'll be feeling real good going forward thanks again for making lockdown hawkeyes your first listen each and every day for your second listen check out locked on sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only locked on can provide locked on sports today available here on this app youtube or wherever you get your podcast, We'll be back with you tomorrow. LaShawn Daniels, former Hawkeye running back. He will stop in. We'll talk some football with him. Get ready for everything going on in this new transfer portal world. We'll get his perspective of things. A former player, always great to get his perspective. That's coming up tomorrow here. And we'll be with you, of course, after Sunday night, after things go final against Wisconsin with another Instant Reaction podcast. I'm Trent Cotten. Thanks for watching, and go Hawks.